0: All right, folks, you are listening to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it wherever you are. It is Wednesday night, and we're in Gush Etzion right now. And tomorrow morning, early, uh, pretty soon actually, I have to get up and go to Channel 14 in Modi'in and do an interview in Hebrew uh, for like 10 minutes, which is a lot, uh, about Prashad Chayesara, Shabbat Chayesara, the big Sabbath in which uh, 20, 30, or 40,000 people are going to come to Hebron. And uh, people around the world are going to be celebrating uh, the purchase of the Tomb of the Patriarchs and Matriarchs, the plot of land that was to become that, uh, that site. Um, and for myself, uh, really the busiest week in the year to prepare for that. Uh, so tomorrow, starting with TV. Then our own beloved Rabbi Mike Foyer is having a bar mitzvah for his son um, in Maratha Machpelah at the Tomb of the Patriarchs and Matriarchs. So going to hang out with them there, hopefully, and then going around the city to put up posters. That's right, I have to put up posters. Uh, in fact, a good that that I remembered now that I have to take a few more of those uh, zip ties and different things uh, and get ready for that. So I got to put up all the basic the the you know the look of the town, and I have a jeep tomorrow to my disposal. Maybe somebody to help me, and we're just gonna uh, put up these uh, these signs everywhere. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. And all that to tell you that there's a lot of excitement here in Israel. Uh, this evening, instead of relaxing, I had to go to Jerusalem uh, for a special event, a political event of all kind of nationalistic, uh, so-called right-wing, uh, so-called patriotic, whatever you want to call them, um, organizations uh, coming together under one foundation that, that supports a lot of our groups and meeting a lot of Knesset members or in, and incoming Knesset members, in fact, including the party that I was involved in, the Yutzma party. Uh, and that is all part of the sp- pace and speed of uh, Der judenstaat the Jewish state, being reborn here in the land of Israel at this time. The Torah portion that we're going to be talking about is uh, is Sarat, and that Torah portion is, with all the politics and all the right-wing stuff, the real funny thing is underneath it all. Uh, the, the Torah portion is about love. It's about the love of Abraham to Sarah. It's about the love of Rivka and, and Yitzchak and Isaac. That's what it's really about. And it's about finding that shidduch, uh, even though it's far-flung and far-fetched. Uh, one time I heard that those are the Yiddish words in the English language like far-fetched. But um, coming together of Isaac and Rebecca is a little far-flung because Isaac is this righteous man uh, who was raised in righteousness and, and he was circumcised on the eighth day uh, and he went up to the binding. And Rebecca, she grew up, Rivka, she grew up in a harsh household of idolatry and trickery and conniving, clever thievery. And so they are opposites. They're they are coming from opposites. But that coming together of the fully righteous Isaac and the Balachuva, the, 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 the woman who came from a kind of broken home. Uh, it's not broken in the in the in the modern sense. It's broken in the you know idolatrous sense. That coming together is the Lubavitcher Rebbe says in a sense, what the Torah does for this world. It brings spirituality into physicality, and those are those are in a sense opposites. And that's something the that powerful that the Jewish people know how to do, which is to bring spirituality into physicality. We know it because God tells us how to do it. Takes a piece of uh, mundane earth and turns it into the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs, and brings Rivka from Haran into the life of Isaac. And I heard Rabbi Shmuel Eliel speaking today, and he says, "Look, the family of Rivka—they bless her to have you know children and to be blessed. So you take this idolatrous family, yet they bless her. At the end of the story portion, you see Ishmael, and Ishmael comes and recognizes recognizes that Isaac." is the true spiritual inheritor of Abraham, and he comes and he blesses uh, Isaac and buries Abraham together with Isaac in a respectful manner. And so this Torah portion has in it love, and it has in it also a vision for a future that the world recognizes and blesses the Jewish people for their work. Uh, Last week's show, we talked a lot about uh, Malka and I, and I'm going to have Malka on in just a few minutes, uh, talked a lot about... um, lack of blessings, that some entertainers are uh, lacking a blessing towards the Jewish people and, and lacking that, that gratitude, um, and a kind of moment of some kind of like hiccup of uh, Jewish um, relations within the United States. Um, interestingly enough, since then, there was another hiccup in which the United States administration announced that the FBI is going to investigate uh, the death of uh, Shireen Abu Akleh, uh, this um, uh, this Al Jazeera reporter who uh, went into a firefight between Hamas and and Israel and basically got killed, maybe from Israeli fire, certainly not purposeful Israeli fire, but that's already been all uh, you know. Case closed. We already understood what happened, and it's been investigated once by uh, uh, um, I think America investigated already once. And Israelis investigated and tons of media stuff. And bottom line is, it's over. And yet this highly polit- politically motivated investigation was announced immediately, by the way. And I, I'm proud to say Israel said that they would not cooperate with the United States uh, and, with, uh, and with basically the Biden administration. Ted Cruz came out with a statement saying, this is exactly how uh, Joe Biden deals with, with his enemies. He's 60 FBI on them. So I was pretty impressed with uh, with the, with those replies, um, but there is a hiccup hiccup outside of uh, the land of Israel, and inside the land of Israel, on efforts to establish uh, the coalition are—I wouldn't say it hiccups—they're the classic Netanyahu way of doing things, which is brinksmanship and and take it all the way to the end. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, while we're while we're uh, waiting to form a government another hyenas murder uh murder of uh, three jews by stabbing in the town of Ariel. really really horrible stuff uh, by a, a young 19 year old jihadist really horrible stuff really horrible stuff uh and i wrote a tweet that 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 was that had the you know the following simple words i said look you know nobody cares anymore jews get murdered nobody cares including by the way some folks in the american liberal jewish world who don't seem to be as concerned about that as if so, you know if, if 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 an Arab gets killed, uh, and nobody should be getting killed, of course, <laughs> except for folks who want to kill, right? In any case, in any case, I wrote on Twitter, why should anybody care? Because in the end, the Jews deserve it, don't they? They they deserve it, don't they? They they occupied Palestine, right? They own Hollywood, right? Uh, they have all the they. Um, what was the third one? There was three of them. Oh, they, they, they killed uh, Shirin Abu Akleh, right? They murdered Shirin Abu Akle, right? And so, and so, you know, the Jews deserve it. And that's, the, that's that kind of, what that is called in traditional, uh, in traditional uh, uh, historical memory is blood libel. Notice the blood libel. You're, you're taking something that's not yours. You're occupying and abusing. And number two is that you are killing the Shirin Abu Akle. And that you own all the power or the money; those are classic tropes. Classic tropes, and uh, and that is why um, there's an allowance right now. And so, ironically, so ironically, we have this potential, real nationalist government, as we say, yamin male al male, full full right wing government. Uh, it wants is waiting in the wings, wants to get formed, because when these um, you know five parties come together they will form the Voltron of governments. Uh, seemingly. And of course, we hope not to be disappointed. Uh, in any case, back to, to the Torah portion, Uh Sarah. First is the purchase of the tomb of the Patriarchs and Matriarchs and then the burial of Sarah. And one of the lines there, uh, Abraham says, of Avinu says, uh, I've already set aside the money. And, and this week, in order to prove that way of doing business, I was in a, um, it was, it was raining in Jerusalem and I walked into like a, some kind of, you know, a shop of like antiques and specialty things and I saw there a necklace that I liked for Leah. Uh, excuse me, for Malka, why did I say that? <laughs> it was, it was a uh, Lazar, my, uh, my, 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 uh, 15 uh, year old daughter. Uh, but for Malka, uh, I saw a necklace that I liked. Maybe I wanted to get something for Leah. I don't know why, why I had that slip. In any case, um, I saw a necklace that I thought would be nice for Malka, and I did the old Abrahamic trick. I, I, and this is what I use to negotiate when I, when I want to get something a little bit cheaper here in Israel. You can haggle, but the way I haggle is, I said to her, the, the, the necklace was, uh, it's a 205 shekel. So I said to her, come on, you can do better than that. So she's like 200. She wants to take $1 off. I said, come on. Uh, she says, 195, that's it. I said to her, I want it for 180. She's like, no, I'm like, I'm like, I took out the $200, 200 shekels. I put it on the table and I said to her, and now if I would have done it right, I would have put exactly 180, but I said to her, here's the money. I want 180. All I'm asking you back is for 20 shekel. But if you say no to me now, this money is going to go back into my wallet and you would have have not, not had a sale. And this thing that's not selling is just sitting around here. And here I am, making it like I'm making it real for you. The money's already in your hands, which changes very much the dynamic of negotiating. If I say the money's in your hands, it's it's your right of refusal now, but you're the one who's gonna who's gonna sink this uh, sale, instead of uh, I mean sink in a negative way, instead of like sink the shot. Uh, in any case, uh, she uh, reduced it to one eighty. I got the necklace. Everybody was happy, uh, and it was real. And so I used that Abrahamic tactic. In the end. Abraham was able to purchase the tomb of the Patriarchs and Matriarchs. One of the things that I like to say always about the place is that the Kabbalah tells us that when Ephron the Hittite looked at the tomb, at the cave of Machpelah, all he saw was Tohu Vavohu. He saw chaos. And when Abraham looked at it, he saw Petach Gan Eden, the entrance to the Garden of Eden. And that is the classic tension in this world. If you want to know what the real real tension of this world is, the real tension of this world, and this is scientific, the tension of the world is between order and entropy. Chaos and the Garden of Eden. Energy up versus energy down. Uh, and if you want writ large, that's the difference between the Jewish people and Amalek. Okay, either creativity channeling godliness into this world, or the world is meaningless. There is no point to the whole thing, and let us just let it, you know, go to bacchanalia, pleasure of now, and then eventually entropy and self-destruction. Those are those are those are the two two big tides that that the uh, universe uh, can flow to. And that tension between the Garden of Eden and chaos is exactly what Chevron is. It's either chaos, which it really wants to be, uh, or there's a fight to, 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 re- to reveal. And here again is that great Michelangelo phrase, Michelangelo, which is, you know, I chiseled and chiseled until I set the angel free. That is a very common, maybe even trite, um, uh, a famous quote. And I think it yet is so incredibly brilliant. I chiseled until I set the angel free. In the sense, I saw that there's an angel there. It wanted to fly, but it needed to be uh, chiseled out. In any case, uh, I was just uh, a tad interrupted by my beloved son Elazar, and him and Leah both gave presentations. Are uh, giving Elazar is giving presentation tomorrow. Actually, Les giving more presentations about the 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 Chevron stuff. Because the truth is, is that teaching it is very important. It connects us to history. It connects us to, uh, uh, to our fathers and mothers and to, to the, the kind of basis of the, you know, the basic basis of the, the, the founding principles of the Bible, the land, the founders, the way of God, the, the, and the, the promise to come back and the promise to have a nation that will follow his ways, Abraham's ways. In any case, who followed, who, who found how to serve God properly. Uh, we also did a little bit of TNT Abraham watching the other day. That was awesome, and I highly recommend that. If uh, and and sadly, uh, the TNT Abraham, which I think is an overall, I would give it high marks, very high marks. Uh, it skips that purchase of the Marat Machpelah, which is such a so uh, so disappointed because I think they would have done a great job of explaining that uh, that scene, and it would have finished off the story. Uh, but uh, instead it finishes off at the binding. That's like, you know, the the, the binding, you, you think the binding is the climax, but no, the real climax is the purchase of the Marat That's the real climax. It's like it's like that, and, and, and some people count that Abraham withstood 10 tests. The ninth was the penultimate, which means not the ultimate, which means the one before the ultimate. And so that is what... Um, I, th- I hope that's right what I'm saying, but I'm sure my buddy Eric will, will make sure that I, that I know it correctly, but I think that's what it means. In any case, um, uh, the real ultimate test of it all was the negotiation purchase, and finally that, 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 uh, that great blessing of owning the land of Israel <clears throat> and using it properly. So that is uh, what I'm up to right now. Very energetic time, very energetic time for me. It was elections to the Florida trip, to uh which was great i had a great florida trip and i really enjoyed it and i thought it was you know and it, it's so important to keep the diaspora and israel connected strong to create like a bridge of ideas from america uh support political support and back the other way of holy land and and and, and spirituality and and then and technology etc cetera, etc cetera. it's so important to have that bridge uh, but it was a great time in um So it was first elections, then the Florida trip, now Chai Sara, and after this, total and relaxation and vacation. Just joking. We'll have more adventures and we'll see what uh, political and other adventures we're having in the near future. And I'm always praying for you and I hope that you pray for me. I want to pray for you out there, beloved friends, uh, for continued success. I also want to talk a little bit about um, some of our sponsors, including uh p- including our good friends at retro watch guy and i am a very proud uh owner now <clears throat> of that tisso watch but today we're going to talk about uh a great watch which is the cool 60s west clocks panda dive chrono the reason it's called that it's because it's got like a black and white thing but it's, it's more like gold and black and it's like it's a beautiful watch and i want you to check it out because if you go to retrowatchguy.com you will see it and it is just exactly what you want to buy your son-in-law uh, or maybe let's say you got married and your father-in-law never gave you a gold watch which is like a some kind of like jewish tradition get this for yourself or get this for your husband instead of your father-in-law and it's a it's got a hefty solid steel case in excellent condition and it's it's just it's just a big watch and a beautiful watch and it's one of these things that you got to see it for yourself. And that's why they do such a great job at, at uh, RetroWatchGuy.com and on their Instagram page, just putting that stuff up and showing you how it would look like. And the truth of the matter is the watch that I got looks better on my hand than it did in the pictures even at the end. And by the way, I forgot this. Can you believe this? If you put on coupon code Yishai, bang, 10% off uh, at RetroWatchGuy. So when you check out, mention Yeshai or put in the coupon code Yishai and it's, it's there for you. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, our good friends at Prohibition Pickle. Prohibition Pickle, Pickle will give you the first thing you, you when you go to the website. The first thing it asks you to choose a delivery area to get started. It's one of the coolest websites. This guy, he is so. So I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose uh, Har Chevron. Okay, there you go. Then after that, it just gives you so many options. Right now, I'm looking at some BBQ wings, and some meaty delicious chulant that's not gross that's what he calls it he's got a lot of really funny names or oh, roasted cauliflower red onions and garlic which i would like right now in my face can you deliver to my face Chaim? that would be great if you could deliver right into my face i would be so happy i see also there's great salads uh, and great opportunities to uh, get some uh, look and it says and if you go to the salad area it says chop liver plate uh, chickpeas with roasted garlic and pepper egg salad uh, backyard barbecue potato salad Sweet coleslaw, lots of stuff, and I don't know why, but I'm feeling a little hungry right now. And I would love, you know, I would love a big hero. That's what I would like right now. A big Subway hero baguette salami sandwich with tons of stuff. That would be amazing right now. And if Chaim could deliver it right to my face, that would be great. I don't know if that's possible, but if it is possible, it's at prohibitionpickle.co.il. That would be really, really fun. I want to thank also the good folks at the Hebron Fund who this week are working their tail off in order to make a Shabbat Chai Sarah for the VIP Hebron Fund guests happy and successful. It's just an awesome 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 uh, event and I'm going to be touring people and speaking and Jonathan Pollard is going to be there and Arya Lightstone is going to be there and all kinds of in- in- interesting people are going to be there my family's going to be there and I'm just very very excited for a very special Shabbat with the mothers and fathers and with all these stars that's hebronfund.org of course you could support it that's I think personally friends I really mean this I think it would be a beautiful thing to right now throw in a little bit for Shabbat Chai and say I am part of it. I am part of it. I am part of it. In fact, I want to reach out to some of my friends and just say, you know, do you want to support a little bit uh, you know, of Shabbat Chai Uh We've got to thank the good folks at JewishPress.com for putting out our show every single week and putting out a great email every single day. That's Jewish Express. Sign up for it and you could be informed. <sighs> what else? What else? <laughs> I think there's other stuff as well, but uh, there's my good friends Jay Brick making Jewish Lego, and soon we're going to have a Maratha Machpelah uh, made from Jewish uh, Jewish thinking and um, met with uh, Danish brilliance of Lego. It's going to be awesome. That's jbrick.com. Um, there's probably more sponsors, but it has been a long week, and it's just beginning for a, for a very very ruckus and ho- hopefully holy a weekend. Uh, I'm going to be back in just a second with our beloved Malka Fleischer uh, to wrap up the show. I'm sending you lots of love and lots of blessings from the land of blessings, the good land. And it is it is still being challenged. I was asked today by Rabbi Uri Pluchowski, you know, isn't the mission of Zionism over uh, in, in his podcast? And I said, <laughs> we are, we're basically just warming up. You know, there's so much to do and there's so much, frankly, uh, so much evil to actually push back. Uh, which which you may have not known this, but the Jewish state, part of its mission is to push back evil. Yes. You can't you can't let evil push you around. You got to push it back. And that's part of it as well. All right, folks, we'll be right back with Malka Fleischer. More great stuff is on the way. Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial we used to say, but now we say don't touch that podcast because it's going to be right back with holiness, awesomeness, strength, vision, uh, and connectivity here on the Ishai Fleischer Israel podcast. We'll be right back.
1: Don't worry, the Yishe Fleischer show will be right back. So stay tuned.
0: All right, folks, we're back here with Maka Fleischer. How you doing? Okay, I'm great. I'm tired. How are you? I'm I'm tired tired too. We're tired. I got to get some rest, and I got to get up early tomorrow. Yes. Um. And uh, but we still got to record, you know.
1: Yes, we got to record. We a lot of things have happened since last week. Yeah. Of course, we uh, we had the terrible uh, loss of three wonderful fathers here in the land of Israel. Right. Um, A source of tremendous uh, pain for really the whole nation of Israel. People were talking about it all across the country. Um. And of course, this this uh, horrific crime happened in the shadow of the new government that is trying to form whatever is going on there behind the scenes people I think are really wondering what's going to be um, it seems that the the nation very clearly uh, put its the weight of its uh, voice behind a right wing government but we have uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu at the helm of coalition building so it's And he is like the most consummate player that there is maybe ever in Israeli political history. Uh, But definitely, he is the most consummate player in the game currently. And so it's really up to him to decide what's going to be. There's rumors that he is talking about forming a what they want to call a unity government, but which is really basically a centrist government with um, Benny Gantz and Yair Lapid, but uh, people like you and me, Ishai, are really gunning for him to create a nice, solid, healthy, right-wing government featuring um, parties that are religious parties and traditional parties and nationalistic Jewish parties um, that want um, in particular, to first and foremost, really, to just secure the situation and bring security back to the streets of um, Ariel, to the streets of Jerusalem, to the, to the roads in Judea and Samaria, and all across the country, and to um, re, re-strengthen Israel's deterrence, both externally and internally, and, uh, and so it's like, we're all like, in this waiting game a little bit. Um, of course, you know, this uh, attack, which occurred in Ariel, only reinforced many people's opinions that security needs to be at the at the center of the discussion. And that um, we need this right wing government more than ever. The Knesset was inaugurated, not inaugurated, what's the word I'm looking for, where you bring in all the new people. They swore in the new Um, Knesset members. They swore in the new Knesset members. And from the videos that we saw, it looks like uh, spirits are high over there. And the Knesset and people are ready to start working. Particularly, there was a a picture that I liked of Sarah Netanyahu that they took with all the wives of the um, anticipated coalition members. Wives. So the wives of coalition members that they anticipate will come in from Shas, from United Torah Judaism, from the National Religious Party, uh, from Likud. There are well, she's the Likud wife, I guess. But yeah. the but the 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 wives of the heads of those parties all took a picture, which is something I've never seen before and kind of made me a little bit happy. And and in the uh reporting in the video reporting from the Knesset, I saw a lot more in the, not inauguration. What's the word? It's Is it inauguration? Inaugurating the new Knesset? What's the word I'm looking for?
0: No, I don't, I think it's a invocation. Convocation, con- whatever. <laughs> yeah. Of the I new... Once, once Eric told me the difference between the two, and it's out there on, yeah. on Google. But anyway,
1: there was a lot more focus this time on wives, which is something you see a lot in... Um, in American politics, you know, you're, there's a there's a focus on who is the candidate married to. But I cannot remember that being something that was really brought out in public mm-hmm. in previous Israeli elections. I found that kind of pleasant and interesting to find out who is the partner of the person who is well, making your decisions.
0: Well, the big story was that Ayala uh, ben came with her sidearm.
1: Right, she was in that picture that I just mentioned to you. She came wearing a gun. So I thought that that was interesting. But um, yeah, so it's complicated times well, here in the th- land of th- Israel. Th-
0: that gun w- made big news and everybody yeah. was like, and she, she tweeted out, Mrs. Benkvir, who is a Hebrew teacher and a mom of six and lives in Kiradarba, Arba, she tweeted out. She said, um, "They're always tellin- the feminists are always telling me that women could do anything. But the minute I showed up with a gun, everybody's like, yo, yo, yo!" That's what she said. And I thought it was a great line, which is like, What what do you want? Like here. Yeah, what an, do
1: you mean when you say empower me? Here, yeah, here's an empowered empower Jewish woman
0: and it's like and and both of them just make a just they they cut a rug, as they, they used to say, you know? And they um they're a great power couple. Right. Um right.
1: Right, but eleven you, new orphans
0: You want you wanna hear here in the land of do Israel. You wanna hear Yeshai's Let's call it Ishai's bad take. Should we take that? Okay. All right. Yishai's bad take on... on, on uh,
1: Why would this be a bad take? Okay, just check this out. Wait and see. All right.
0: Yeah. I was uh, talking with uh, my, one of my ultra-Orthodox friends.
1: Yeah.
0: My, my Haredi Hasidic friend. And he says to me, man, that, that terrorist was like going on for 20 minutes. Yeah. And he stabbed and killed people. And I said to him, well the only reason that Israel survives is it's because we have which means a protection of God. Right. But this terrorist seems like he had a little bit of protection of God seemingly, God forbid, which is like he was out there for 20 minutes stabbing in a place where there should be a lot of guns and his knife was successful. Right. Why was it so successful? And I said to him, here's my bad take. All right. It's like this. The government was formed. And the the government was was elected, and you could have within days formed the government and started sending the signal, new sheriff in town, we mean business, this is what the people want, we know what you're up to, and we're here to crack down, because this is the Jewish state. Well, there's- One second, I didn't finish. Yeah. And, and this is this is the Jewish state and we are here to fight because that's what the people want and that's who this government is going to be and we're gonna form one two three and now we are going to uh, we're here to fight and and here we're here to be scary to the bad guys but what happened instead it's just like the day after the six day war the day after the six day war you could send all the jihadis out of the country take the you know uh, the place of the of the the temple and start setting it up and just you know, be ready to go because God has given you the green light. You got the call. You're ready for action and you mean business. But instead, you show ambivalence.
1: I don't know if that's right. I can't, I have to stop you and w- with that. I,
0: I know. That's why it's a bad take. Yes. And so and so, when you are ambivalent, instead of being like forthright, fierce and ruthless immediately and you just pull back a little bit, then guess what the signal is, which is it's going to be business as usual. Whatever, you'll see these Jews they're not gonna go crazy. Balabite The the householder is not gonna go nuts. He's you know, he's not crazy Eddie. They're just gonna they're just gonna chill the Jews until they figure it out. We're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep being strong. And that's that's why this this terrorist was empowered.
1: I saw though, Ishai, I don't know if we can directly relate this to that terrorism and connection you're trying to make. But I saw an article today in the Times of Israel, a paper that I cannot per se recommend that people read. Mm -hmm. That really, really upset me and might explain why it appears that Israel is ambivalent, but we are not ambivalent, but something else is going on. I saw an article... And it was published in the Times of Israel, which means it is just way out there, okay, that the United States government, the Biden administration, called Netanyahu on the phone. Keep in mind, of course, that it took them almost a week, I think, to congratulate him for winning his election, okay, or for being handed the mandate to form a coalition. They called Netanyahu during negotiations because there are negotiations happening right now to form the coalition and but smutrich from the national from the religious zionist party he wanted the defense minister position and according to the article in the times of israel the united states government called netanyahu the uh, the the prime minister elect and told him we do not we are not okay with that. Right. You cannot have Betzalel Smutrich, who is a very forthrightly Zionist, pro Judean Samaria, religious person for real. Um,. You cannot have him as your defense minister. No. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, it will seriously hurt the Israel-America relationship. Right. So I read this article. Now, mm-hmm. I, there's, a, there's a person in my life, a really smart person, that I have arguments with about like, what's going on in Israeli politics. And he's always making fun of me for my views on making israel a more right-wing country because he says there's no way to do that because there's no way to do that in the frontal way that i want to do it by things like elections right because the united states controls israel because it's actually that israel feels itself to be so totally beholden to the united states that it will not make decisions in its own best interest. It will make decisions in America's interest or according to America's whim. And therefore, it is very hard for you to frontally attack these issues and turn things into the in a right wing way and it always really irks me when he says stuff like that to me i'm I'm just like come on what we really need to do is have the state of israel have like a a renaissance and we need to enlighten to open our eyes and the people will will push this thing forward and here we had an election and the people were like what we would really like is a right wing government with these guys and gals in it okay with the Likud party, with the Religious Zionist party, with the Shas party, UTJ. And did I say Religious Zionist? Religious Zionists. That's what we would like. And everyone's so excited. And you can feel the energy is palpable. And the day after the election, at least in these parts, there was really like a feeling of celebration, like something was about to change. And then you have the United States of America being like, this guy sits in this chair, that guy sits in that chair, that guy can't sit in that chair, he has to sit over here. Literally, the United States of America putting its fingers into our freely elected, democratically elected government and telling people who can have what job. I now, okay, I'm naive. All right, I'm naive. But seeing it displayed uh splayed out in front of me like that was so upsetting and i cannot believe that this is not like the topic of discussion that everyone is, t- is talking about today
0: um so what did i say beforehand
1: you said that israel's ambivalent like right. after the
0: six-day war right and then you said that america's got his finger in it right how is that any different than what I because said? Because I don't think it's, it's not,
1: ambivalence because the people went to the polls and they were not ambivalent at all. I,
0: I said that. I said that the, the I said that the people decided and we were given the green light and then the government did not form quickly and it It got it, it, it delayed and was unsure of itself. And you're just saying that the, But
1: I don't like I don't believe you're saying, I don't agree with this use of the word ambivalence. I don't think those are ambivalents. I think that the people are really psyched to go out there and get stuff done. It's not Malka,
0: Maka, not the people. The government did not form. And you're just saying, what? But I don't
1: think that they're ambivalent either. They're ambivalent. I don't think that's the word.
0: They're Whatever the word is, they were. They're sl-
1: not achieving it,
0: right? And the and the but reason. But that's not is,
1: ambivalence.
0: Fine, fine. That's not the point. That wasn't the 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 word usage. It was the point was is that it did inform quickly. It did not coalesce as it could quickly. It will, by the way. I I, I certainly believe you it think will. That
1: we're, we're gonna yes. create a good government. Uh, oh yes,
0: absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's just it's just regular Netanyahu brings. Yeah, me Netanyahu sure. also. But my, yeah, but exactly. my point is, but my point is, is that this murder. My point was, is that it was a sign of of what could and should have been stopped the 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 the, there's another way to read it There, there there is another way to read it which is which is a completely opposite of what i just said which is this terrorism came exactly as a result of a new potential nationalistic government which the jihad wants to say we will fight with you we are ready to right, fight and it, with you. and
1: it really highlights and emphasizes what everyone right. has been screaming this whole time which right. is we need basic security
0: right and 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 with regarding to the americans hey you know what i mean you just gotta biden's not going to be your friend and the biden administration's not going to be your friend But
1: where but what
0: you just got to be like sorry but like i just
1: i mean I know it sounds ridiculous even as I'm saying it, but like, what is it that the United States is willing to do to keep us from making our own decisions? The whole world right now wants
0: to ensure that the strength that Israel just is about to show will be diluted why? Watered down. Why does the United States want that? It's not the United States. It's Literally, ad-
1: they're the guys. No,
0: no, no. They I- are the ones use, who are
1: getting in our way.
0: Use the right terminology. Use the right terminology. First thing is it's not the United States. It's this administration. America is a very split country. Second thing it's, it's, it's not about them. It's all about us being... Uh, beholden to them In our heads
1: Right But no, but it might not Just be in our heads That's what I'm saying Or oh, whatever Where At what place Where is it That the rubber Meets the road on this Where is it That we are like At what point Do we go Okay yes kibalti, Like, Do you remember I, what, Do you remember When the Saudis I will not put Do you remember When Bezalel the Saudis Smutrich As the defense minister Why is he saying that
0: Do you remember When the Saudis Snubbed The the Biden trip Yes And the Israelis Were fawning all over him
1: It's in our heads the do Saturdays? you really think it's in our heads? That's what I'm asking. Do you think it's really like psychological? Or do you think that the Biden's or Biden administration is like, we will shoot you and your family in the head? If you put this guy in the chair
0: i'm sure there's there's threats of this kind or the other i don't know if it's now you have the
1: fbi wants to come and investigate that they 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 sick their rottweiler on us they want the fbi like our soldiers are going to come our soldiers are going to be sat down in the room with the swinging lamp and they're going to ask them questions
0: well first thing is shireen don't like it and she and and if you 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 saw that that the israelis actually responded properly and said we're not cooperating with that and they they gave it a real harsh you know or a harsh pushback against that i was very very impressed and happy about that look at the end of the day uh, hashem is making israel strong and israel's got to start acting independent and clear and and when it does people respect you that doesn't mean that we should you know we we should work in cooperation with the powers and the superpowers of this world uh so
1: what kind of a friend does that like the israel there's so much about like the israel america alliance there's no greater friend in all this and i know i know there's different administrations okay but what i just cannot i it's like israel going like listen nevada if you elect this guy as your representative it's a, it's different because nevada is just a state But Nevada, if you, if you elect this, this uh, representative to your Congress, we're not like sending you oranges anymore. Yeah. Like, I just, I just can't understand this kind of relationship, this kind of relationship. This is, this is not how an ally treats an ally. When
0: you're an abusive, when you're in an abusive relationship, you're the one who has to, who has to be like, hey, this is abusive. And if Netanyahu and other, and Netanyahu did and said, this is, this is improper. This is improper.
1: Wait, he did what to who?
0: Remember, he said immediately when when they said uh, that you can't have Itamar Ben in your government. He said that he came out with a statement immediately, early on. This was a month ago, or right during elections. He's like, uh, he's like, that's an improper, that's an improper request. He's like, you can't, you can't. So then, uh,
1: why is it that they can make this request about our defense
0: minister? They cannot. They should not be able to. It's all, it's all. Uh, uh, you know, Prime Minister Netanyahu. He's, he's got. God bless him. He's juggling a lot of stuff, and he himself has a tendency to. He himself. Micromanage. So let's let's remember that he himself could very well be afraid of real right wing stuff, and a lot of times he's not quite the nationalist that he makes himself out to be, historically speaking. So uh, you know, look, I'll tell you the truth: there's going to be a nationalist government.
1: I pray to Hashem that you are right.
0: I actually pray I'm for. I'm nervous. I'm actually praying much more for us to actually fulfill the mandate of that government and not not just not just to to put it together but to actually make things happen and it's not going to be simple friends no there's 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 a there's a a war that's here and the war and that now let's get to the real business Monica. the real business is is that there's a war there's really there's really an arab slash jihadist takeover of this land um both in building in land theft in, in, uh, in corruption, in shakedowns, in violence, in illegal weapons, and that's the truth. And, and in order to reverse that, uh, we're talking about a very serious, not a small, we're talking about a major policy shift, and that is going to awaken the silent jihad, the silent takeover, and there's, gonna be, there's going to be an effort to, I'm sure right now, the jihadist folks are really preparing for 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 a conflict in the streets of israel it 's not going to be simple, uh, but the time has come to do a little house cleaning uh, and to reassert our 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 sovereignty in this land so it's not it's, it's not i' don't, i don 't promise a, i promise an effort to be productive, but it's not going to be easy. It's going to be pretty intense, I think, in the next uh, uh, future. In any case, though, uh, very excited for Shabbat Hebron. I want to thank also Yochevet Seidman, Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha, and Lou when we're live uh, for rocking the Kasbah and uh, making making um, making the show get out there to the world. I want to thank the folks uh, like, Chris, uh, like Krista, who bought some more coffees. Thank
1: you, Krista. She, she, uh,
0: she, and not the, co- keeping us hydrated. Right. And not, and, but Krista doesn't get the crystals. She gets the real coffee. Yeah, the okay? good ones. The real the good coffee good stuff. Beans. That's right. And so, I want to thank her very much. Uh, and I want to uh, urge people to visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash yeshai. And also, uh, a great way to honor this Shabbat is to help the Hebron Fund uh, and also you could uh, support the projects that I have, including in Chevron, through com forward slash donate. Uh, so I, that is really an opportunity, and I want to thank everybody out there. Uh, I also want you to, uh, if you have found your bashert, your loved one, like I have, uh, then uh, I want you to thank your lucky stars. Uh, because uh, I want you to no, thank Hashem. Like stars, yeah, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's just a, a silly idiom, but uh, you have to thank Hashem for for finding uh, uh, your uh, your life mate. And if you haven't found that, then then let's pray for each other. Let's pray for each other's health. Let's pray for each other's loves. Let's pray for each other's kids. Let's pray for each other's welfare. And uh, let's pray for Israel. Israel needs you to pray for for her peace. And for her success, and at the end, those who bless Israel will be blessed. That is a scientific fact. <laughs> that is a scientific, universal, immutable fact, which is uh, that if you bless Israel, you will be blessed uh, as a nation and as an individual. Uh, and those who curse Israel, they go down, go down to Chinatown, okay? And that's what happens when you, uh, when you curse Israel. And, and you'll see those who curse Israel, they get reduced um and, and and what great achievements did they make? Do the anti Semites have any great achievements? Well sometimes. <laughs> like the Autobahn, that was a good one. And the Volkswagen Beetle, also a good one. There were some, there were some achievements of the haters, but generally speaking, uh, they basically are destructive and self-destructive, destroy their nations to destroy their stuff. The, the folks that are out there right now, anti-Jewish, they're not bringing anybody blessings. They're not bringing. They're bringing themselves a little bit of fame, but it's localized and it's not forever because you, you don't you don't go down to the Hall of Fame being an anti-Semite. Not the good Hall of Fame, anyway uh folks i want to thank you so much and send you lots of love Malka. i want to thank you for spending time i know you're tired and you got work and we got shabbat coming but i really want to thank you and i want to bless all the folks out there uh the jews the lovers of israel the international torah community uh and and uh, and whatever stripe and color you are if you're part of the story i want to send you that blessing um anything else Malka? any other thoughts
1: Um, I just want to say I'm pretty excited for Parshat Chayei Sarah going to Hebron, joining the 10, 20,000 people who are expected to...
0: Not 10, 20,
1: maybe 30. Oh, 20 to 30, excuse me, 20 to 30,000 people who are expected in Hebron. Um, Hashem and uh, our great master Google um, both agree, seemingly, that there shouldn't be any rain this weekend. There's not rain in the forecast, and even though we pray for rain... During this time of the year, I think it is okay to pray that maybe just in like Hope, one please. little area of this world that it does not rain, <laughs> and that is Kiryat Arba Chevron, and the the forecast looks beautiful. And I bought a whole bunch of sesame seeds to hand out to soldiers, and I can't wait to see um, to see all the beautiful people converge to remember our mutual grandmother, right, Sara Imenu. Oh. You and just reminded to, me. You just reminded to me. to have a great time.
0: We're going to have a great time in Hebron, hopefully, Hashem. and if you're not there, all I'm asking for is for you to raise your glass. Raise your glass. Best option, Hebron wine. Second best option, Judean wine. Third best option, Ju- Samarian wine. wine. Fourth best option, <laughs> Land of Israel wine. Fifth best option, kosher wine including Italy or France six methods option whatever you're cool, having cool, uh, that's right and a smile that's right whatever you're having is great I want you to raise your glass and say L'chaim to Abraham and Sarah L'chaim to the Jews that came to Chevron the Shabbat uh, and L'chaim to the story that keeps going through thick and thin the monolith uh, the shrine of uh, the tomb of the forefathers and mothers uh, stands the test of time uh, and you are part of it wherever you are and of course we are all walking towards Jerusalem and the Holy Temple in in Jerusalem. God bless you, Maka. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you very much. Good news to everybody.
0: Amen. God bless you folks wherever you are. Stay tuned, stay strong, stay connected. Lots of love and shalom.